Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast brought to you by Bill Bar. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. Uh, news. News. A news alert. And that's why we're here. We're going to talk about uh, some surprising, I guess not shocking, but uh, mm, no. not, not really telegraphed too much uh, a move that I guess makes some sense, but still uh, kind of caught us off guard a little bit on a Saturday. Yeah. So, well, some of us were a little off guard. I mean, caught off guard. I would say on Friday night, I had a little idea that the Cowboys were uh. at least exploring this. Sent off a couple tweets just to just to get them out there. But I was shocked that it happened as quickly as it did. Uh, typically, some of these deals happen faster than... Uh, I mean, it's slower than what we anticipated. But, yeah, Saturday night, the Cowboys officially uh, agreed to a deal, a one-year deal with former Cincinnati Bengals cornerback Andy Dalton. Um, Lynn, I got to say, I'm pretty happy with the signing. I know the rest of the Cowboys nation is just up in flames right now, but I really, really like this Andy Dalton signing. What was your takeaway when you first heard it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I thought... My, my seriously my literal first thought when I read it was okay well that makes some sense you know yeah. I mean it just I mean and I had thought about it when people had brought it up or, or had mentioned it you know because his name had been kicked around as a potential just a guy hey wouldn't he be interesting back up whatever um, you know from the area you know understands uh, 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 Dallas DFW area probably quick transition uh, you know I, I have a feeling that He's probably looking to get back into being a starter, but you know I think it, it wouldn't help, wouldn't hurt for his career to kind of spend a year in, in an offense that uh, you know looks pretty good to be a top offense in the league. Oh you yeah, know? and yeah. so and, and that could help add some more heat to his name for next quarterback offseason. And for the Cowboys, I mean. <sighs> And I tweeted about this on Twitter. You know, there's, the, the, the thing about it is not even just the, the price, which I thought was incredible, and I'll let you kind of get into that a little sure. bit. But yep. I think, you, you know, uh, you get a, a experienced backup. You know, not that you necessarily need that with a young quarterback, but it's always good to have. Uh, the thing that I think that's really fascinating is in a year where you're playing the NFC North this year, you get mm-hmm. a guy yep. who has spent, has spent, you know, what is it, like four, uh, eight years as a starting yeah. quarterback, basically in that division, so you're getting uh, uh, one of the best guys to give you kind of a tactical download about the ins and outs of, of four unfamiliar opponents that you're going to face this season, and, and I think the other aspect of it is is the uh, the, the opportunity to potentially get a, a comp pick for him if he turns around and goes to sign somewhere next year. It, it's it's a it's a no lose situation, especially at the price. Yeah, I didn't even think about that point. I saw you put it up on Twitter about you know the Cowboys playing the AFC North this year. Uh, I, I think that's fantastic because you know they don't have a lot of people on the staff that is used to playing you know those four teams. So uh, Dalton should help immensely just with the game planning and that kind of stuff there. So uh, that's that's another great reason to bring him in. But um, let's go ahead and talk about the price because I think 
I think this is where everybody's getting caught up, and then we can talk about how he, we think he fits into the offense. But first and foremost, the salary cap. Uh, I believe it was Todd Archer rep- reported that the, the official deal is a one-year, $3 million deal with the potential to for Dalton to make up to $7 million. Now, again, $3 million guaranteed. That puts him in like the top 12 of backup salaries, which is absolutely nothing. Um, I, I compared it yesterday to Cooper Rush on Twitter, who the Cowboys gave a tender this offseason, and that one's $2.1 million. You know, you're paying Dalton, you know, nine hundred thousand dollars more than what you're paying Cooper Rush, and Dalton has a hundred and thirty starts or whatever. So <clears throat> that way, I mean, that's that's just incredible value to me. Um, and then the way I was explaining it to our buddy Mike Fisher this morning was, um, if he reaches that incentive and he makes seven million, number one, that likely means that you needed him, right? Because and he he's earned it. Yeah, and he earned, and that's the other thing. And, and the second is that he earned it, and it likely means. Not only is he playing well, the team is also playing well. So even if it turns out to be at the absolute max of that value, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna get an incredible value on a quarterback that probably helps you stay afloat if something were to happen to Dak Prescott. So I don't understand at all why people are upset with this move for the salary cap reasons, for the player that they're getting. Uh, tell me why I'm wrong here, Landon. No, I mean I I, I don't think any of the reasons that Pete anybody I mean, I don't even think that anybody, any of the stated reasons of any of the people on like Twitter that are upset about this is it's about Andy Dalton or what he's being paid. It's it's this it, it's just that again, and it's just like you know, it's like Mike Florio. You know, it's it, it's an opportunity to, to to put Dak's contract back into the conversation piece, and it's like cocaine for these people. They can't yeah. they can't help yeah. themselves. They they it's it's they got to talk about it. it. It's got oh, it's another quarterback on the team uh, that has starting that has starting experience. Oh, the Cowboys signed him. Oh, that means that uh, this is you know getting contentious. Oh, I hope this doesn't you know Dak doesn't take this the right way. You know. I mean, everyone get, wants to go out and get their clicks, you know. And and I think for for you know angry Cowboys fans who are just generally pissed about whatever the Cowboys do, you know, it's just an opportunity to remind them that that the Cowboys haven't signed Dak yet. And, and I think that that's you know it, it gets their dander all up again. So I don't understand it. Man. I, I, I I don't. There's nothing about the deal that's 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 really terrible. That's has a downside to me. You know, it's. A quarterback with start with former starting experience that's going to come in and be able to be an asset to your room. He's not a threat to to Dak at no. all. Nope. Like it's 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 a it's a completely perfect situation for these two for these two groups. So for Dalton and for the Cowboys. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about how Dalton fits in with this Cowboys team. Just wanted to remind you guys that today's episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar that you will ever have. I can promise you that. It's hard to even explain just how good Built Bars are. Uh, I tried the peanut butter one the other day and was just blown away by how good it was. Did not taste like a protein bar at all. I swear that you're eating a candy bar, and that's just how good it is. Uh, The best part about Built Bar is they're fantastic for you. They have an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There's no crazy additives. If you want to experience a Built Bar, and I highly, highly recommend that you do, Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Landon, um, let's go ahead and with the assumption, let's say something were to happen to Dak and Dalton has to play. 
what kind of quarterback are the Cowboys getting here? What can we expect him to do inside the confines of the Cowboys offense? You know, I mean, I, I think the thing about Dalton that I really like is that he's shown throughout his career that, you know, he is definitely not the guy who, <laughs> let me be clear, I'm prefacing a lot of this. He's definitely not the guy who's just going to carry the team by himself. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, no but, I agree. But at the points in his career when he's had talent around him, he, he hasn't been the, the, the guy to let them down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, he, you're he's, he, he, he performs to the level of talent that's around him. And I have to assume that if, you know, in our situation, if, if Dak gets hurt, he's still going to have probably three of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL around him and, and, and a pretty good offensive line with Zeke Elliott. So I, I think that, you know, this is a guy who, um, you know, I, the Cowboys are kind of, I think fans in general are sort of uh, feeling a little bit burnt by the 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 you know the for, the free agent market for backup quarterbacks. You know, there's especially when the year that Dak got hurt, feels like we went through a couple different guys who didn't really work out. This guy is definitely a, a more on the John Kitna spectrum than in the the Matt oh, I would Castle say he's spectrum. way better than even. Yeah, I would no, say no. he's even better than Kitna when oh, Kitna came here. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when Kitna got here. No, no, yes, yeah. but, but I'm saying as far as like, you know, uh, guys who were definitely at one point good enough to be starters themselves now now former backups, not not guys who, you know, got artificially bumped up by playing for bill belichick a season yeah, yeah you know that you're taking a risk on i i kid is i've been at more like kidna and dalton both have skins on the wall and have done it in the nfl on a bunch of different levels and, and you know a bunch of different scenarios so well i was gonna say i like dalton at this point in his career better than i like like kyle orton when the cowboys brought him in i just think sure. Dal- dalton's a better quarterback i really do yeah definitely i i mean yeah i, I mean not only i feel i don't feel as good as Dak being in the game, but I, I don't like. I'm not going to dread if Andy Dalton has to start three games. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. I think I'm not 100 percent sure that Dalton will be the reason that if we lose those games, that Dalton's going to be the reason that we lose those games. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, yeah, I think he that's can keep fair. The, he can keep the train going. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair point. Um, I'd also bring up that, uh, and I mentioned this on Twitter the other day that Dalton has historically been somebody who you can go look at the numbers, who plays really well early in the season for for Cincinnati. September and October, the numbers are always great. When he got into November and December, the numbers dropped, and there's a reason for it. He doesn't have a great arm. And when he's playing in that AFC North, and you're yeah. playing a bunch of games outside when it's raining and when it's snowing, his lack of arm talent can get exposed a little bit. But again, anytime the weather's nice or he's playing indoors, he has a quarterback rating of about 95, 96. Uh, so, yeah, it's, that's that's absolutely fine for a backup. I mean, that's better than what most starters are going to get. You put him now behind a team with uh, hopefully competent coaching, an offensive line that's probably better than any point he ever had in Cincinnati, a lot of weapons. Can he get you through a four-game stretch if you need him? Absolutely. Now, it's obviously going to depend a little bit on the opponents and that kind of stuff. But I think you're getting way beyond what average backup quarterback play is here. I, I Again, I think this is probably the best backup, true backup in the NFL right now is Andy Dalton. That's why I'm so excited about the move. Yeah, and I think that's completely you know realistic. I mean, I, I, I think that you talk about Winston signing his deal and, and, and you know, I, I, I mean, I personally... 
I personally would feel better about Andy Dalton coming in to relieve my game. So know, do I. Than, yeah. Than, than Jameis Winston. You know what I'm saying? Like just just because I don't feel like I, I don't feel like Dalton's gonna be the guy to give you five turnovers or in a game, right? Yeah. I'm not looking for a home run, a dinger hitter. When when I'm yeah. looking for a backup quarterback, I'm looking for a guy to come in and and not be the reason that we're losing games. At least with our roster. You know, that's the thing is, with our roster, we have a ton of talent here. I mean, I mm-hmm. think Dak, it, it, when it doesn't work, I think Dak has that ability to pick the rest of this group up and win right. games. I think right. he's shown that at times. But I'm yep. saying, I don't, I'm not looking for that in my backup quarterback. I, I, I want a guy who's going to come in and avail himself of the, uh, of the talent that's around him and just get out of the way. Yeah, that's why I feel so confident that Dalton is going to be a success here. Again, it's only for a one-year deal. It sounds like Dalton took some, you know, less money here to to come and you know play for the Cowboys. He he's a local kid. He's from Texas. Um, I, I just think this is a good fit for him. Uh, let's take one more quick break, and we'll talk about what Dalton's actual role for the Cowboys will likely be this season. Guys, we talk about physical fitness all the time. But there's another side of the game that is just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body. And Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. And if you head to calm.com slash locked on, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium membership. Again, that's 40%. With Calm, you'll have access to the nature scenes that LeBron loves, like rain or leaves, and so much more, like sleep stories and meditation. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash locked on. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on. That's calm.com slash locked on. All right, Landon, knock on wood. And you can you can hear me knocking on wood here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, here. Dak has been a pretty healthy quarterback in his career. And that's one of, I don't want to say his best traits, but it's definitely one of his uh, better traits is that he, he is a durable quarterback. So more than likely, what is Andy Dalton's role going to be here for the Dallas Cowboys? Well, I mean, I think, you know, having a veteran presence in a quarterback room and especially one where there's established roles here that I'm the quarterback and you're my backup, you know, I, I think it's like having an, another pair of eyes in the room, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think for, for development's sake, you know, you're going to see uh, uh, Mike McCarthy kind of really taking the time to deal with Dak as far as helping him develop, keeping him on his mechanics, that sort of thing. I think what ends up happening in the quarterback room with backup quarterbacks a lot of times and with QB coaches is that th- their job specifically is to break down opponent tendencies and break down film and, and kind of help uh, digest the opponent, help the, the starting quarterback digest the opponent film week to week, point yep. out tendencies, see things. you know. And I think, again, I, I point back to the fact that you're bringing in an experienced quarterback who's played started eight years in that a division that you don't have a lot of intel on. So at least specifically there, he will be extremely valuable. And then on just on top of that, of having all that starting experience, obviously more than Dak, uh, seeing a whole bunch of different things, seeing you know he it's just another pair of veteran eyes who knows what it's like to be a starter in the NFL recently. Uh, who's in the room looking at the same film as Dak and, and just 
just someone else to, to pipe in and say, hey, look, look at what this uh, safety's doing. And he's creeping up every time that they're uh, they're they're faking that they're doing cover two. You see him kind of cheating right before the snap. And yep. they, someone else didn't notice that. It. It's just it's stuff like that. It's just another pair of veteran eyes who you know can look at that and understand and need, understand what a quarterback needs to know and what information is important and help you know inform that in the quarterback room. It just helps better dialogue. Absolutely. I think those are all really fair points. Now, there's one more part of this I want to bring up. And actually, uh, our buddy John Oning mentioned it on Twitter today. But I can't tell you how many years I've watched bad backup quarterbacks for the Cowboys not only ruin preseason games, oh, yeah. but yeah. ruin practices. I mean, you can speak about this. You've been in the practices. When yeah. you have a bad backup quarterbacks, it makes it hard to evaluate wide receivers, yeah. tight ends, even the offensive line. Because if you have a quarterback that's just not moving in the pocket all, at all, you really have a hard time evaluating an offensive line, too. So I think having somebody like Dalton who can throw on time, be accurate, I think it's going to really help You know those guys after you know the top three receivers. I think you're going to get a better idea of what John Vea Johnson and Devin Smith can do in preseason and training camp. So I, I think that's one of the added benefits of uh, of getting a high end backup, correct? Absolutely, and yeah, I'm and just to kind of speak to it, I was one of those people that was like, we have to get Kellen Moore out of here <laughs> because yeah. you know, despite what he was able to do in times and games and overcome with that, it is it doesn't make for good reps and practice for everyone else around them because you know you may be able to go and do that somehow and find a way during a game, Kellen Moore, but that's not good practice for what. Every no. other quarterback throwing the football to a wide receiver is trying to get. It's not a good rep for those wide receivers. It's not a good look at whether that wide receiver was uh, running the rep right or what the timing was right. So I, I think you know, getting a guy who is a more than capable NFL quarterback as your backup, yeah, gives you great looks in training camp preseason games. Uh, isn't wrecking drills? Isn't you know? Isn't the reason that drills are screwed up? Because that's the problem, and, and it's not even just. Kellen Moore. Other years, the Cowboys didn't have a good second or third team quarterback, and and just and by good, I just mean again able to competently complete the passes and, and, and yeah. ex- execute yeah. within within the, the 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 confines of 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 seven on seven against air. You know, and sometimes it, it, it just wrecks your it wrecks the reps, it wrecks the opportunities for the, those other guys around you to get better. And, and, and it basically wastes a whole bunch of people's time because if you can't just basically complete a pass and practice in the face of pressure when it's not even – it's just touch. It's not even tackle. Then how are we supposed to really get any kind of idea of how these wide receivers are doing, yep. how these offensive yep. linemen are doing, how anybody else around you is doing when the key person is not able to run the offense at all? Last thing I want to ask you is how does this signing impact uh, Cooper Rush, Ben DiNucci? Because – my gut feeling is that it probably means Cooper Rush isn't going to be around. And, you know, Ben DiNucci's probably fighting for a quarterback three spot that's either, you know, on the practice squad or the final quarterback spot on the roster, depending on how well he plays. But what do you think about this whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't just cut. I don't know if you're cutting Cooper right away, but yeah. No, I mean, no, I think you're holding on to him at least through preseason, at I least think- to see what, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if the if the question is, you know, we're not keeping four quarterbacks, who's going? I think it's clearly it's Cooper. I think the question yeah. is the timing now. But yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. I would imagine that this doesn't change anything for Ben DiNucci 
Because I would I, agree. Yeah. Because I imagine that when they drafted him, they knew that they were doing this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do you I, think I he's going to be somebody who doesn't get a ton of training camp rep, or excuse me, a ton of preseason reps this year? Maybe somebody they try to hide in the practice squad. Maybe I, you know I, I don't know I don't know if uh, you know I don't know that that really exists as well anymore. You know because training camps are so well covered and, and maybe That's most fair. especially this training camp that uh, that that kind of phenomenon isn't really as useful as it was ah. in, in the past. But I also don't know what what you know what McCarthy has tried to do with that kind of thing in the past either. I imagine they just carry him. Like I, honestly, I imagine that they just have said, "Listen, we're carrying three quarterbacks." And just account for that. And like, well, no, as I say, maybe the new rules of where you can kind of ship guys up and down from the practice squad to the active roster, maybe that does make you a little bit more likely to hold on to him through the first round of cuts, right? Now, I'm going to have to look into like how that goes. Like, if you release a player, does he still have to go through waivers before he can be put on the practice squad? I know they mentioned something about kind of moving being able to move. Back yeah, moving. So that's something we'll have to look into, but... I, I think you're probably right. Danucci's probably somebody that has that last spot. I just wonder if they're gonna, you know, play Cooper Rush a bunch in the preseason to maybe show him off to other teams. Maybe they try to get, you know, a sixth or seventh round pick for him. We'll see. But th- that's just my kind of gut I feeling. I think on you know he's shown enough at times, especially in preseasons, that when he gets hot, like, I mean, if he showed out the way he did his rookie year, oh I, yeah, I guarantee you, you could flip something for him. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Sure. Like if that yeah. if that Cooper Rush came back, yeah, I bet you could you could flip something for him. I would agree. So it's going to be fascinating to follow. Uh, a nice, fun May move by the Cowboys. I love it. I, I'm a big fan of the Andy Dalton signing. I, even if it was one year, seven million dollars guaranteed, I, I would have still loved it. So just to show you, uh, you know, what kind of player the Cowboys are getting here. So smart, smart move by the Cowboys yep. uh, to improve their roster before they get into training camp. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.